Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Sota Daf Chaf Tes. We are holding on Daf Chaf Ches on base three lines from the end of the page of Rabbi Yishmael Amar Rabbi Akiva. So let's, uh, so today's year is sponsored by Dr. David Landerer and honor his wife and children and Le'ilu Nishmas's mother, Golda Vasimcha Le'ashalom. It's also sponsored by Avishai and Elishav Newman in honor of uh, all of us, all the members of the shul. And it's also sponsored by Daniel Goldstein in memory of his father, Ivan Goldstein, Yitzchak Leib, Leib Ben Mordechai Halevi on his eighth yard site, which is Monday. He sent me an email that we shouldn't read the whole, uh, the whole bio, although someone else sent me an email saying that the guy was a hero and uh, that they're making a movie about him. So the Nesham Meshav and Aliyah, we thank David very much for the uh, for all the sponsors very much for the sponsorship so what we're going to discuss today is uh, first we're going to talk about how does Rabbi Akiva know that the Sota is Asura Lekohen meaning where does he get the idea that uh, that just by being a suffix Sota she becomes Pasul Lekohuna then the Gemara is going to discuss the source for the concept of Ein Bodas Lishal meaning we already have a source we already learned from Sota that we only say that we only make that Chilib when the source of the Tumas, where you could ask somebody where there was a human being involved. So the Gemara is going to say there's in fact a second source for that chilik between and and the Gemara is going to, going to explain why we need two sources for that uh, distinction. Then the Gemara is going to talk about how Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai knows that a Kikar Sheni can passel Truma because he has this comment in the Mishnah where he was, or we comment in the Mishnah that he used to be nervous that people are going to deny the fact or they're going to forget the fact that a Kikar Sheni can passel Truma, that Truma can become a Shlishi. And uh, the Gemara is going to say, oh yeah, but, but how do we know that it is a fact? How do we know that it in fact is true? And why would people then deny it? Once we have a source for it, why would people then deny it? And then on Amr Beis, the Gemara is going to discuss what is the source for the idea that a Ravii B'Kodesh is possible, that there's a concept of Ravii by Kodesh. So first we're going to talk about what the source is for the concept of Shlishi B'Truma, that Truma can become a Shlishi. Then we're going to talk about what the source is that Kodesh can become a Ravii. Then at the very end of the daf, the Gemara is going to question, it's going to ask on Rabbi Yossi, who learns Ravii, from a Kalvachomer, from a Chusim Kippurim, and it's going to uh, question the question. So we're going to uh, discuss that issue of uh, where we learn um, uh, the Revi'i uh, from, and whether it uh, could be derived from a uh, from a Kalvachomer, from a Chusim Kippurim. So a lot of drushes today in today's daf relating to Tuma and Tahara. Not a uh, typical Sota daf, I guess, but uh, I guess uh, this is one of the most majorly mudim that we have from uh, from the parish of Sota. It's all about Suffolk Tuma. So anyway, so let's uh, let's begin. So we are holding three lines from the end of the page on Daf Chav Chesam Beis. So the Gemara is going to go back to the brisa that we had on Amar Aleph on Chav Chesam Aleph, where it sounded like the brisa was presenting the Machlokas of Rishon and Kiva. Problem is, if you look at the content of what they say, they're talking about two different topics. So it's, it's, we're just going to try to understand what they were saying to uh, to each other. So uh, the Gemara asks Rabbi Shmuel when Rabbi Shmuel responded to Rabbi Akiva, he wasn't addressing the same halacha that Rabbi Kiva was addressing. 
Amr Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Kiva had said that since the Pasuk mentions Tuma three times, so we learned that a sota is asura to eat Truma. So Rabbi Kiva spoke about Truma. Ihu and Rabbi Ishmael responded that you don't need a Pasuk to tell me that a sota is not allowed to kuhuna, is not allowed to marry a Kohen. What do you mean? Rabbi Kiva says, ah, oh, we have a Pasuk to tell me that a sota is not allowed to eat Truma. He says, ah, you don't need a Pasuk to tell me that she's Pasuk Lakuna. Who said anything about Pasuk Lakuna? He was just talking about Truma. How does that address what Rabbi Akiva was talking about? Visu, and furthermore, the Rabbi Akiva, Kuhuna Minale. According to Rabbi Akiva, who doesn't use any of the Pesukim to teach that a sota is Pasuk Lakuna, he only used Pesukim to teach me that a sota is Pasuk to teach Truma, but not that she's never going to be allowed to marry a Kohen for the rest of her life. Where does he know that thing from? That a sota is never going to be allowed to marry a Kohen. Vichitema Kuhuna Lotzrichakra. Maybe you're going to tell me, no, you don't need a Pasuk to tell me that a sota is pasul kuna shari zona kizona because even though a sota is a suffix, we mean we don't know that she was mizana, but we treat a sota who is a suffix zona like a zona vadai who becomes a surulabaila. So mimele, you're going to know that she's pasul kuna because there's a pasuk that tells me isha zona v'chalalu that a zona is pasul kuna. So I don't need a pasuk, a special pasuk to tell me a sota is pasul kuna. A sota is a suffix zona. We know that we treat a suffix zona like a Vade Zona, and there's a Pasuk in the Torah that tells me a Vade Zona is Pasuk Lakuna. So Gemara says, no, that can't be, because if that Svara were correct, then Shumanami Lotubaikra. Rabbi Kiva does use a Pasuk to tell me that a Sota is Pasuk Lakuna, implying I need a Pasuk to tell me a Sota is Pasuk Lakuna. But if a suffix zone is like a Vade Zona, it should be obvious that a, that, that a uh, that 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 is possible to truma truma namilo to buy crush or asaba savigzona kizona because once you you're going to accept that equation that we that a savigzona equals a vade zona so of course she's not allowed to eat truma because if a nation says she's mizana she becomes asrti truma it's a pasuk ubas kohen kisia li ishzar he bitrumas hakachim lo sochel pasuk says that if a bas kohen is mizana she now is no longer to eat is now no longer allowed to eat truma so must be that we can't learn the Isra Kuhuna and the Isra Truma from the Isra of Sota Labaila. Just because she's a suffix Zona, it does not mean that she becomes Pasal Truma and Lakuna. And I need Psukim to teach me that she's Pasal Lakuna and Truma. And therefore, just to even get to step one over here, how does uh, Rabbi Akiva know that a Sota is Asa Lakuna? Rabbi Akiva used the Pasal to tell me that she's Pasal uh, she, the Truma, but how did he know that she's Asa Lakuna? And then we can understand, once we understand where Rabbi Akiva derives it from, then we can understand what Rabbi Shmuel says back to Rabbi Akiva. So says Gemara, we have a major change in how we present the sheet of Rabbi Akiva. The way we presented the sheet of Rabbi Akiva yesterday was that there were three psukim. One, uh, three times it says vinitma. One time to tell me that she's Asura Lebaal. One time to tell me that she's Asura Leboel. And one time to tell me that she's Pasul Chuma. She's not going to be allowed to eat Chuma anymore. Not true. El Rabbi Akiva Arba'a Kraik Sivi. In the Parsha of Sotah, there are actually four psukim that use the Lashon of Tuma, and therefore there are four Limudim that, uh, that we can make. After all, if you look in the psukim, there actually are four psukim, right? Vikine is Ishto Vahaisa Im Nitma'a, Ashatista Isha Tachs Isha Vinitma'a, and the Vav of Vinitma'a, and the last one is the fourth one. So you, so you have four Limudim to make from three psukim plus the Vav, and therefore, Chad the Baal, one Lashon of Tuma tells 
tells me that until she drinks the mesota and is vindicated, she's going to be asur lebal. The the bowel, and the other tells me that until she drinks the mesota and is vindicated, she will never be allowed to uh, to, to marry the uh, the bowel, even if her husband divorces her. The chad lakuna, and one tells me that uh, she's asura to marry a kohen. The chad truma, and the other one tells me that she's asura to eat uh, to eat truma. And even if she's a bas kohen and her husband's a kohen, she becomes puzzled from uh, from eating truma. So Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Shmuel holds no tlasa kriyksivi. You can only have three limutim from the three times it mentions tuma, because apparently Rabbi Shmuel doesn't tarsh in the extra vav. So Rabbi Akiva says that there are four limudim to make us three times. It says nitma plus a vav. And Rabbi Shmuel will say vavs aren't in play to, uh, to darshan. So chad the baal, chad the bowel. Uh, so the first two are easy. One for the baal, one for the bowel. The chad, the truma. And the third time it says tuma t- t- tells me she's possible the truma. Ukuhuna the fact that she's a asura to marry a kohen, I don't need a pasuk that I can derive from a kalvachomer from the fact that she's not that she's not allowed to eat truma. So Rabbi Akiva darshins the extra vav has four drushos from the three psukim, and Rabbi Shmuel responds to Rabbi Akiva, don't uh, darshin uh, four drushos from the psukim. You only darshin three drushos from the psukim, and you'll end up in the same place anyway. You'll still be able to have all four limudim, because the fourth one, you don't need a pasuk, you could just use a kalvachomer to teach me that she's pasuk lakuna. That was the conversation between Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Shmuel, so they weren't talking past each other. Rabbi Akiva had four drashos, and therefore he included kuna as one of his drashos, and Rabbi Shmuel wasn't disagreeing lahalacha, Rabbi Shmuel was disagreeing with how you get there, that the psul lakuna is not from a pasuk, the psul lakuna is from a kalvachomer. So says the Gemara, asks the Gemara of Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel thinks that there are only three limudim, how does he know, the, the first to say good, but how does he know to use that third limud for truma and then derive kuhuna from a kavuchomer? Meaning, if kuhuna is more chamer than truma, right? If we're more likely to pasul for kuhuna than we are for truma, so shouldn't you just use the next available pasuk from the next most chamer thing? So shouldn't we use that third pasuk for kuhuna and not for uh, for truma? And she should not be pasul the truma. my truma. How do I know that you're supposed to use that third pasuk? For truma, ukuhuna asim kalvachomer, and you'll derive kuhuna from a kalvachomer from truma. Dilma kisrich lukuhuna utruma sharia. Maybe the third pasuk should be taught, should be used to teach that a sota's pasul lukuhuna. And guess what? She'll be allowed to eat truma. There's no limud that uh, that she's a suriti truma. So maybe Rabbi Shmuel, because he only has three psukim, should actually disagree with Rabbi Akiva. And should say that a sota becomes pasul lakuna, but does not become pasul truma. So Amalach Rabbi Shmuel would respond to you, mistavra dumya debaal uboel. It's most mistavra to use the third pasuk for a din that is most similar to the first two dinim that we derive from the first two psukim. Ma baal uboel mechayim. Just like the iser to the baal and the iser to the boel is only mechayim. She's uh, is is only while they're alive. She's asura to the baal until she drinks and to the Bowel also, she's asura even when the husband is alive, even if they get divorced, if she, her husband divorces her and the husband is still alive. So it's mistaver that the third pasuk is going to ask her something that applies while the husband is still alive, which is only truma. So af truma nami mechayim, truma, something that she becomes possible from even while the husband is alive. La fuke kuhuna, as opposed to psul kuhuna, which yeah, I don't. I don't need to be told about while the husband's alive. While the husband's alive, of course she's, she's possible because she's either an ish or a grusha. So there's no limud that a sota's possible kuna until the husband is dead. Meaning that limud doesn't do anything for me until the husband is dead. While the husband is alive, 
obviously she's not allowed to marry a Kohen. She's either still married to her husband or she's divorced from her husband. That's the only uh, the, the, the only two options. So the only limud you could have of a psul kuna is after the husband dies. If she becomes an almana, she's still not allowed to marry a Kohen because she was once a sota. So la fuke kuhuna to la achermisa. That uh, so kuhuna is not the most logical thing to derive from the third pasuk, and therefore kuhuna only comes in as a kalvachomer at the end. Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Akiva who darshans the extra vav ta'asr hulakuna. Why does he need two limudim, one for kuhuna and one for chuma? After all, can't Rabbi Akiva use just like Rabbi Shmuel did? Use the third limud to tell me that a, a, a psul chuma and then learn psul kuhuna from a kalvachomer. Why does he need an, a separate limud for a psul kuhuna? He holds that there's no such uh, there's no such rule when darshaning psukim that if you have uh, several limudim that uh, the later limudim have to be similar to the early limudim. Meaning Rabbi Shmuel said, oh, if the first two limudim of Baal and Baal apply while the husband is alive, so the first limud must also the third limud must also apply while the husband is alive. They're different psukim. So uh, maybe the first pasuk and the second pasuk could be about uh, dinim that apply while the husband's alive. And third pasuk has nothing to do with while the husband's alive. So the inami islay, and even if Rabbi Akiva wants to accept that premise, that the limudim all have to match up with each other, and therefore if the first two apply while the husband is alive, the third one's got to be something about while the husband's alive as well, and therefore it should be about truma and not about kuhuna, and therefore we're back to the question, why does Rabbi Akiva, according to Rabbi Akiva, why doesn't the Torah just have three limudim, and I'll learn the fourth one from a kalvachomer, because milsa dasi bekalvachomer, tarach bekasav lakra, because we have another principle that sometimes you can, in ochinami, derive things from a kalvachomer, and the Torah will still go out of its way to spell it out, meaning kalvachomer is much more in the realm of Torah Shabal Peh, whereas when you have, uh, when you have something that's more explicit in the Pasuk, Something that you have from a reboy in the pasuk that's more in the realm of Torah Shabbat so it has a little more kavach to it, and therefore milsa das is the kavachomer. Even though they both generate a din daraisa, both the kavachomer and the pasuk generate a din daraisa. Sometimes the Torah is going to want to spell out that which is uh, that that which could have been derived from a kavachomer to give a little more strength to that din. So now the Gemara discusses what it says in the end of the b'risa, that a suffix tumah is, is, is treated like tumah only when it's davrash yeshmo dasli sha'el. So uh, the Gemara brings another makar for that chilik, meaning the makar that we had up until this point, how do I know that we distinguish between uh, between davrash yeshmo dasli sha'el and enba dasli sha'el, um, that suffix uh, tumah shasiyachid is considered tameh only by yeshmo dasli sha'el. So we said, oh, we learned it from sota, because a sota, when she's in seclusion with a the man, they're human beings, so they're yeshmo so, so too, if you have a suffix, whether a guy touched a sheretz or something like that, okay, he's yesh madasi shal. So then we apply the principle of savitim rishus yachatame. But if it's just a kli that touched the sheretz, where you can't talk to the sheretz and you can't talk to the kli, and there's nobody to ask, and there's no, so then you don't apply this principle. So, uh, so Amr Gidel Amrav, there's another source for that chilek. Davar sheyesh madasi shal and and vein madasi shal mehaykranavka. You can learn it from a different pasuk that. It says by the by carbon shlamin, where it talks about the, the halach by carbon shlamin is that it's kachim kalim, and since it's kachim kalim, the bailim is allowed to eat the carbon shlamin. It doesn't have to be eaten only by kalhanim, 
eat carbon So uh, we we dash from the pasuk as follows. Pasuk tells me Rather, the pasuk goes on to say. So we learn that when can you not eat meat of carbon shlamim? If it was yiga bechol if it for, if it became tame, that sounds like vaday tame That it has to have definitely become tame in order for you not to be allowed to eat it. Ooh, the implication is hasafik tame v'safik tahar. If it's not vaday tame, if it falls short of being vaday tame, it's only safik tame. Then yeachel, then you're allowed to eat it. But ema seifa. But then the seifa of the pasuk goes on to say vabasar kol tahar yochel basar. That if the basar is tahar, then you are allowed to eat it. Well, that sounds like vaday tahar hu yochel basar. That it's only if it's vaday that it's tahar you're allowed to eat the basar hasafik tame safik tahar lo yochel, which implies that if it's a safik tame safik tahar, then you're not allowed to eat it. How do we have impl- uh, opposite implications in the same pa- in the same uh, set of psukim? We have one pasuk that tells me that only vade tame is aser, implying that safik tame is mutter. Another pasuk that tells me that only vade tar is mutter, implying that safik tame is aser. So when is safik tame mutter? When is safik tame aser? Oh, safik tame is going to be aser if it's yesh badasli shal. Safik tame is going to be mutter if it's ein badasli shal. And therefore, that's the basis. That's the uh, the the source of the limud that a safik tame is only tame when it's yesh badasli shal. But when it's ein badasli shal, we do not say automatically that a safik tame is tame. So it says more. Okay. So now I have two sources for the idea that uh, there's a difference between yesh badasli shal and ein badasli shal. I have sota and I have these pesukim by karmen shlamim. Why do I need two different sources? for the same idea. I need the drush that Rav Gidol Amarav just made from the Pesukim by Karben Shlamim, and I also need to derive it from Sota. Because if I only had Rav Gidol Amarav's drush from Karben Shlamim, I would have thought that the din that a Suffolk Tumah is uh, by Yesh Modasli Shoyel is Tamei, applies even in a Rosh Hashanah that it's going to be Tamei. So, so Yisrach Lamigmar Misota. That's why I need to learn from Sota that Sota is only in so too, this whole idea that Suffolk Tumah on a Dover Sheesh Bodasli Sha'el is treated like Tumah is only true in Rosh Hashayachid. The Imi Sota, and if I only would have derived from Sota alone without Rav Gidalam Rav Joshua, Havmina Adi Ikodas Nogea Umagia. I would have thought Yesh Bodasli Sha'el means that both the source of Tumah and that which received the Tumah are both Yesh Bodasli Sha'el. Because by the case of the Sota, we're not just talking about where it's a human being. Being, it's two human beings. The guy who was Metameir and the Isha Hanitmes are both people. So I would think that only when both of them are Yesh Vodasli Shal, do we say That's why I need Rav Gidol and Rav to tell me if even just one of them is Yesh Vodasli Shal, because uh, Rav Gidol and Rav is talking about a piece of meat. A piece of meat is Ein Vodasli Shal. So the, it must be that if that which was Metami, the piece of meat, is a Yesh Vodasli Shal, then we say is Tami. Period. So that's the source. Those are the two sources, rather, for the distinction between Ein Vodasli Shael and Yesh Badasli Shael. Now, a little bit of background to the next, uh, to, to the assessment of the next part of the Mishnah, the analysis of the next part of the Mishnah. Um, a Sheretz is an Avatuma. An Avatuma could be Metame, Adam, Kalim, Ochlim, Mashkim, right? It could be Metame, anything, and make that into a Rishon Lutuma. Once you have, let's say, a Kli that became a Rishon Lutuma, it cannot be metame uh, ad mekelim. A kli that's a rishon l'tuma is limited. It can only be metame 
but not Adam So if you have Ochlumashkim inside a Kli that became a Rishon, so they become, that Ochlumashkim become a Sheni Lutum. If you have a Kli inside a Kli that became a Rishon, nothing happens to that Kli. So that's Aleph. Second of all, Ochlumashkim that become a Sheni cannot, according to Rehachim and Zakai, cannot be Metame any other Chulin products. It can only be Metame food that is truma, but it can never be metame chulin. Um, the, uh, the, 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 if it touches truma, the truma becomes a shlishi, and that truma, if it touches kachim, the kachim can become a revi'i. That's Rehachim and Zakai. However, Rabbi Akiva is machadish in the Mishnah, and we're going to look into this now, uh, to today's daf, tomorrow's daf, even more. We're going to talk about this. Rabbi Akiva is machadish in the Mishnah, something that, that, that we're not used to thinking, because we always say the rules like that, that only a truma can become a shlishi. Rabbi Akiva says, chulin can become a shlishi also. Not only can Chum become a Shlishi, Rabbi Kiva Shita is, Chulun can become a, uh, a Shlishi as well. That's the unusual Shita of, uh, of, of Rabbi Akiva. So, uh, and, and, and the third uh, point of, uh, of, of reference over here, to just to uh, be aware in order to know what's going on in the Sugya, is that a Klicheres is fundamentally different when it comes to Tumatara from all other Kalim, uh, both the Chumra and the Kula. All other Kalim, if something Tameh touches the outside of the Kli, it can become Tameh. Klicheres, something touches the outside of the does not become Tame. However, Klicharis has a Chumrah also, that even Tumma dangling in the airspace of the Kli is Metame the Kli. When it comes to other Kalim, uh, it would have to actually touch the Kli. Dangling in the airspace of the Kli would not be Metame. Now, with that backdrop, let's see. Boba Yom Darsh Rabbi Akiva. So remember, we, we, the, the Mishnah just went through a whole bunch of drushas that were said, Boba Yom, the day that Rabbi Zakai was appointed to the Nasius. So one of the drushas that was made, having nothing to do with Soto whatsoever, but it's one of the drushas that was made, was v'chol klicheres, that uh, Rabbi Akiva darshaned, that any klicheres ashayipol mehem el tocho, kol asher betocho yitma, so Rabbi Akiva darshaned uh, that the, even though it says yitma, we read it as, as if it said yitameh, that uh, whatever is inside that klicheres not only will become tameh, but will be able to be metameh other things. So what happened? You had an avatuma that touched the klicheres, Klicheres became a Rishon. Now anything that's in that Kli uh, will become a Shani. Uh, so, so according to everyone else, Yitma will become Tameh, but will lack the capacity to transmit that Tuma to, to other Chulun. But Rabbi Kiva reads it, Yitameh, that the Shani will even have the capacity to pass on that Tuma to something else. And then Rabbi Yeshua says, Kivalt, unbelievable. Rabbi Yochaman Zakai, during his lifetime, he thought people were going to deny the fact that even Truma could become a Shlishi. And now you have this Talmud Rabbi Akiva coming along and saying that even Chulin could become a Shlishi, going in the exact opposite direction. So uh, now the Gemara asks, Rabbi Yochaman Zakai said, future generations are going to deny that Truma can become a Shlishi because there's nowhere in the Torah that it really says it. So says the Gemara, if there's nowhere in the Torah that really says it, how do you know it's true? If, if Rabbi Yochum and Zakai said, there's nowhere in the Torah that really says that Truma can become a Shlishi, Lamatame. So, so where does it come from? So I'm Rabbi Yudamarav, it's nowhere explicit in the Torah, but it can be derived from a Kabbalah Again, what could be derived from a Kabbalah We're right now learning how I know that Truma can become a Shlishi, that there's such a concept of Shlishi by Truma. So we learn it from a Kabbalah Chomer. That we, a Tvul Yom is allowed to have Chulin because uh, the Halach is that a person was Tameh, and then they went to the Mikvah, so they become Tahar enough right away, as soon as they get out of the mikvah, tar enough to have meiser and to have chulin. 
not yet tar enough to have truma, but tar enough to have meisuchum. They need to wait for harav shemesh till they can have truma, till uh, nightfall, till they can have truma. And if there's a carbon involved, they need to wait till they bring the carbon the next day, till they can have kodesh. But they're a tvulyom right away, they're multi and yet posel betruma, and yet is not allowed to have truma. They will posel truma that they touch, meaning we treat them like a sheni lutuma in a certain sense, that if they were to touch truma, that truma becomes Puzzle. So if you have a, so that's true of a tvulyom. So a kikar sheni. If you have a loaf of bread that itself is a sheni, shapasle chulin, which a sheni is a problem for chulin to be a sheni. A sheni is a chulin can become a sheni and therefore is problematic. So enodin betruma. So all the more so it should have the ability to make truma into a shlishi. So if a tvulyom who's, uh, who's who's fine for chulin would pasle truma. A kikar sheni, which is not fine for chulin, it fundamentally is problematic for chulin, should for sure be able to make truma into a shlishi. So says Mar Ikalimifrach, that does seem to violate Dayo, but uh, we'll leave that aside for now. So Ikalimifrach, so the Gemara says, I can ask a Pirkan that Kalvachomer, Malitful Yom Shekain Avatuma. No, maybe uh, uh, that's not such a great Kalvachomer, because the Tful Yom is more Chamur, because it's an Avatuma. And that's why he passes Truma when he touches Truma, as opposed to Kikasheni, whose Tuma only came from a Rishon. So maybe that's why a Kikasheni is not going to passel Truma. So Taisi so says, Mar, no, we learned the Kalvachomer. What is the, not every tvul yom had become tame from an avatoma. It could be that a person um, became a tvul, a tvul yom, a person or a kli that was retired themselves from tuma of touching a sheretz, where they weren't an avatoma. They only started out as rishon tuma. I mean, tvul yom doesn't just mean zav zav and yoledes. It could be you know someone who was once an avatoma. It could be someone who their maximum tuma they ever had was a rishon tuma. The sheretz that they touched was an avatoma. They became a rishon. And now they're a yom from being a Rishon Lutuma. So, and they also passled Truma uh, once they're a Tvulyom. So, uh, therefore, you can learn the Kalvachomer to a Kikar Sheni that passles Chulun. So, for sure, should, uh, should passle uh, Truma. So, says Mar, no, Mal Tvulyom de Sheretz, Shekin Bemino Avatoma. At least the Tvulyom of Sheretz has a Chumrah that a Kikar Sheni does not have because an Adam or a Kli can become Tame to be an Avatoma if they were to touch a mace and could then be Metame Whereas a kikar can never be an avatoma, can only be a rishon or a sheni lituma. So, uh, so because an avatoma is derived from the pasuk at the end of the parsha Paraduma, it says v'kala shayigaba tami yitmava nefeshanogas titma da'erev. So the nefeshanogas, the one who touches this tame person who became tame mace, is titma da'erev, becomes tame atumas erev. So tame mace becomes an avatoma to be metame adam and kalim. But prior to that, it said vihiza taralatame so we darshan that only someone who has tara b'mikvah, which is rachatz uh, b'mayim, becomes an avatuma by touching a mace. But ochlim umashkim and a klicheres that don't have tara b'mikvah, they don't have the uh, the the uh, the ability to achieve tahara in a mikvah, do not become tame from uh, from from a mace, and therefore they cannot become an avatuma. So therefore, we're saying a tavulyom desheretz has a chumra at least because he's a person. And shekin b'mino avatuma, a person can actually become an avatuma from a mace, whereas uh, whereas a kikar cannot become a tuma from an avamace, and a kli cannot become an avatuma from uh, from a mace. So says Mark, klicheres a klicheres that uh, that a sheretz had fallen into and had become 
become Tamei, will prove that even that which does not have the capacity to be an Avatuma can still passel Truma, because a Klicharis cannot become an Avatuma, and yet it's still Matame Ochum, Mashkum of Chulun, and Truma that go into it, and it will for sure passel Truma. So you see that the, the, the idea of Yesh Bimino Avatuma is not what allows the Tvulyom to passel Truma, meaning uh, that's not the characteristic that the Tvulyom has that enables him to passel Truma, because you see that there are things that don't have that characteristic that can also passel Truma. Klicharis doesn't have that characteristic. And could also passel chuma says well, yeah but malik klicharis shekain metamei meaviro but a klicharis has its own chumra maybe the reason a klicharis can be can passel chuma is because a klicharis is metamei meaviro that uh, the airspace of a klicharis can make a klicharis tamei so says Marno, tvil yom yochiach. But we see that it's full Yom Kapasel Truma, and he doesn't have that Chumrav Metame Me'aviro. So you see that that's not the factor that enables what, that enables something to Pasel Truma, and therefore Adin, we could keep on asking back and forth between Tvul Yom that it has its Chumra, um, that uh, that it's Yesh uh, Bemino Avatoma, and uh, and Klicharis that has its Chumra that it's Metame Me'aviro. So Lori Zakriza, the Chumra of one is not like the other. Lori Zakriza, the Chumra of the other is not like the one. Meaning each one has its own chumra that the other one does not have, and therefore at Sarah Shavish Ben, what do Klicheres and the Tvul Yom have in common? Shemutarin Bechulin, that they're Mutar Bechulin, Uposin Bechuma, and they're going to apostle Truma, that a Tvul Yom and a Klicheres are referred to as Tameim, in that they apostle Truma, and therefore Kolishkein Kikar Sheni. So I would say the same thing is true of a Sheni Lituma, Sheposel Bechulin, where it's even more Chumra as far as Chulin is concerned. And therefore, the Postle Batruma. It should have the ability to Postle Truma. So, again, we wanted to know where do we get the idea that Truma can become a Shlishi? So, first, we thought we could derive it just from Tvul Yom. But we see that the limit from Tvul Yom alone is not going to be good enough because Tvul Yom has its own set of Chumras. So, we said, oh, we derive it from Etzana Shava, from Tvul Yom and Klicheres. That is both Tvul Yom and Klicheres, where we're lighter on the Din when it comes to Chulin, and yet they have the ability to Postle Truma. So, a Kikar Shane which is puzzle for Chulin, all the more so will turn Truma into a Shlishi. That's the source that, uh, tvul, that, that uh, Truma can become a Shlishi. So that's where Biochlem and Zakai bent, that people are going to deny it uh, because it's not explicit in the Pasuk, but that's the source. So uh, that's, that's where it actually comes from, even though there's no Mikram in Torah. So Nagamara says, why did he think people were going to reject that source? Meaning, it's, it's a limud, like a million other limudim that we have in Halacha. So you have a limud from Etzad HaShavah, so what's wrong with it? Why did he think that at some later generation, people are going to start denying that there's such a thing as a Shlishu the Truma? Vidar Acher, Parich, because he thought that a later generation was going to ask on this Etzad HaShavah, Mal that how could you derive from the combination of Klicheres and Tvulyom? Klicheres and Tvulyom each have their own Chumrah. So maybe you need a Tzad Chamur in order to pass Truma. But a Shani doesn't have a Kikar Shani doesn't have a Tzad Chamur, and therefore maybe a Kikar Shani cannot. Pasal Truma. And Rabbi Yochum and Zakai, the reason Rabbi Yochum and Zakai thought that that would be misguided to say something like that is because Tzad Chomer Lo Parach, that he holds, you can't, you would never be able to learn anything from Tzad Shabbat if you ask that, oh, but they both have their own Tzad Chomer. The point is they don't have 
the same Tzad Chamur. That yes, it's true that a Tzvul Yom has its Chumrah and that Yesh B'mino Avatoma. And yes, it's true that a Kli Cheres has its Chumrah in that it's Metame Me'aviro. It's not the same Tzad Chamur. And as long as it's not the same Tzad Chamur, then uh, you can use it to learn. It's Tzad Shavi. You can go back and forth. Lo Rizeh, Kerizeh. So the, uh, now that we know what the Kavu Chamur is, that a Shani will make a Shlishi Petruma, so the Gemara brings a Brisa to learn a Kavu Chomer, by Kodesh, that it could become a Ravi'i. Meaning, uh, so we've now established that Truma can become a Shlishi. How do I know Kodesh can become a Ravi'i? That there's such a din that Hegdish can become a Ravi'i? So Tanya. Amr Rav Yossi, Minayin Ravi'i Bakodesh, Apostle. How do I know that the Ochel Mashka of Kachim uh, that touches a Shlishi Lutuma becomes possible, becomes a Ravi'i? So Bidinu, we learn it from a Kabachomer. Ma Mechusr Kippurim. If a person who's Tameh with a Tuma that requires a Korban at the end of the Tara process, um, that where, so he went to the Mikvah the previous day, and he had Harav Shemesh the previous night, but he still hasn't yet brought his karbonos. Shemotu Truma, he's allowed to eat Truma, right? We said that a Tzvul Yom is not allowed to eat Truma, but as soon as he has Harav Shemesh that night, he's allowed to eat Truma. He's just not allowed to eat Kodesh until the next day. It's the karbon that's matirim to eat, uh, to eat Kodesh. So Zav, Zava, Mitzora, right? All of these normal types of Tuma, where you're going to have to bring a karbon at the end of the day, so uh, at the end of the process, so, uh, so on day seven they go to the mikvah. Night seven they're allowed to eat truma. Night whatever the night after day seven they're allowed to eat truma. And then the next morning when they bring the carbon they're allowed to eat kodesh. So mamuchus uh, kipurim truma. And when he's in this, when before he's brought that carbon on that eighth morning he's allowed to eat truma and yet pasul bakodesh and yet he's not allowed to eat kodesh. Shlishi shapasul b'truma enodin who sheyasa revi bakodesh. So shlishi which itself is a psul for Truma should for sure have the capacity to make a Ravi'i uh, Bekodesh, should be able to make Kodesh into a Ravi'i and Pasal Kodesh as a Ravi'i. I we have a rule in Halacha, whenever you learn a Kavachomer, that that which is being derived from something else with the Kavachomer cannot be more Chomer than that which is being derived from. So if Truma can only become a Shlishi and we're making Kavachomer from Truma to Kodesh, shouldn't we just be able to darshan that Kodesh can become a shlishi, and not that Kodesh can become even more than Truma should be. So that's what the Mar says, V'lamanu shlishi l'kodesh min ha-Torah u'revi'i mikal v'chomer. Problem is, there's a mafurish apasuk in the Torah that tells me that Kodesh can become a shlishi. And therefore, I wouldn't need the Kavachomer to tell me that Kodesh become a shlishi. So an exception to Dayo is when it would be mafrich the entire Kavachomer. That you don't say Dayo if the whole Kavachomer would lose its teeth entirely by saying Dayo. So therefore, this is an exception to the rule of Dayo. That since I would learn from Pesukim in the Torah itself that Kodesh can become a shlishi, and I know that there's some Kavachomer to be made here from Truma to Kodesh, I could therefore derive that Kodesh could become even more than Truma can become. It could even become a Ravi'i. So the Gemara says, well, wait a second. Shlishi the Kodesh Where? Where is that possible? Where does it say that? that meaning you just said that we're not going to apply Dayo because uh, the fact that Kodesh could become a Shlishi is Mufurish in the Torah. Where? Where does it say that in the Torah? It says by the Karban Shlamim, that if... Um, if carbon shlam, if, uh, if uh, the the kodesh meat touches kol tamei, then you're not allowed to eat it. So what is kol tamei? 
Milo Askinan, aren't we talking about a case, the Naga Besheni? It means that even, even if the Kodesh Mi touched a Sheni Lutuma, because that's also called Tamei, because in the Parsha of Tumas Shratzim, the Torah says, Bechol Klicharis Ashayipum Hem El Tocho, Kol Asher Betocho Yitma. So, uh, but what's the Alacha? If a Sheretz is an Avatuma, uh, goes, is Metame a Klicharis, that makes the Klicharis a and any ochal in that kli becomes yitma, becomes tame. So that's a sheni l'tuma. So we see that a sheni l'tuma is called tuma in the Torah. And, and now I have a pasuk by Kachim that tells me that Kachim touches kol tame. Anything that the Torah ever calls tame, it will also become tame. So I'm lo yechal, you're not allowed to eat it. So I see clearly that, uh, that there's a thing of shlishi bekodesh in the Pesukim themselves. And therefore, Revi'i Therefore, the Kavachomer has to be used to teach me the Din of Revi'i. Because the Din of Shlishi, I, I already know. So I'm Rabbi Yochman, Tam Beribi, Mahu. The basis for Rabbi Yossi, the reason for Rabbi Yossi, who is a great Chacham, Beribi, he's a Gadol Adar. I don't know how we could learn from the Kavachomer, from Mechusru Kippurim, that Revi'i B'Kodesh is possible. Meaning, that what was his Kavachomer? That of a Mechusru Kippurim, who is allowed to have Truma, is nevertheless not allowed to have Kodesh. So a Shlishi, which is a problem for Truma, all the more so is going to make Kodesh or a V'i. He says, I don't know how you can learn from Mechusi Kippurim. Shari Chuvasu Betzido. The response to that is so obvious. Ochal Food, Truma food or Kachim food that touches the Tzvul Yom should show me that that Kalvachomer from Mechusi Kippurim is invalid. That the Psul Truma, that, that, that you can't learn a Kalvachomer of the Psul Kachim from the Psul Truma. Why? This uh, ochel that touches the Tvul Yom is possible if it were Truma, but uh, it's not going to be a Revi Bekodesh if it touches Kachim, because uh, so, so you see that you can't learn such a Kavachomer. Whoa, is that true? Meaning he's saying the whole Kavachomer is Mufrach, because I know that if a Tvul Yom touches something, it touches Truma, it will make it possible, but it will not have the ability to make something uh, Revi Bekodesh. Where do you get that idea from? from the following b'risa. Abishalom, a tvul yom, a tvul yom, who is a tamay person that went to the mikvah and he just is waiting for Arav Shemesh. He has not yet had his Arav Shemesh. So Minat Torah, he's considered like a sheni lutuma, that he's not able to be metame any chulin. He will be able to make truma into a shlishi, which in turn should be able to make kodesh into a revi'i. But if he touches basar kachim, the chachamim made an extra chumrah. That if it, meaning, we said a tvul yom is the of a sheni, so he can make truma into a shlishi, that truma can make Kodesh into Revi. What if you skip a step? The Tvul Yom touches Kodesh directly. So the Chacham made a Chumrah that Tchil on the Kodesh. That a Tvul Yom is going to turn, it's going to work backwards. A Tvul Yom only has a really a Din of Hashemi. When he touches Kodesh, that Kodesh is going to become a Rishon. Letame Shnaim. To the point that it will be able to be Metame two other Madregos um, and, and, and Velivsal Echad and then Pasal another Madrega beyond it. I Meaning if you've made that Kodesh into a Rishon, that will be able to turn something else into a Shani, which will turn something else into a Shlishi, which will turn something else into a Ravi'i. And Ravi'i is possible. It's not metamic, because it can't be metamic anything else. Rameirum, Rameir says, nah, the Chum never made such a din that a Tvul Yom is going to turn Kodesh into a Rishon. The, the din Lagabe Kodesh is the same din as it does Lagabe Truma. That the Tvul Yom is a Shani, whatever he touches is going to become a Shlishi, whether it be Truma, whether it be Kodesh. And therefore, metame Echad, Uposel Echad, the Tvul Yom will be metame the Kodesh to become a 
Shlishi, which will then have the capacity to be metami, something other code that should become a revi'i. The Chum say, Atzvul Yom is not even a Sheni Lituma that will make a Shlishi or a revi'i. It's just a din that Atzvul Yom is going to passel Truma and Kachim that he touches. But it's not really Tuma, and therefore it's never going to go down another Madrega. Meaning Atzvul Yom touches Kachim, he touches Truma, that Kachim, that Truma is passel. But it's not going to then do anything to anything else. There's never going to be a revi'i that results from a tzvul yom. So the Gemara is assuming that, uh, that that last opinion is the correct opinion, right? So if you work with that assumption that that last opinion is the correct opinion, you understand why, uh, why, why Rabbi Yochanan says, meaning he says, look, not everything that passes Truma is going to uh, be worse off, is going to make Kodesh into a Ravi, because the Tvul Yom does not make Kodesh into so Master of Papa, my dear Rabbiosi, Krabban and Svirle. Yeah, but how do you know Rabbiosi holds like the Rabbanim, like that third opinion? Dilma Kabashal Svirle. Maybe he holds like a, like Abashal to Amar the Tamishayim Lufsalechad that holds that when Tvul Yom touches Kodesh, it could even make the Kodesh into a Rishal Lutuma, Mid Rabbanan. So it says, Gmari Isak that Kabashal Svirle, Lysi the Ravi, Bekodesh, Meoch Shabbat Machmas Tvul Yom. We'll have to pick up from there tomorrow. It's going to take too long. So Bez Shah will pick up with the Isak Kadaitov tomorrow. Right in the middle of a uh, conversation. Okay. Oh, yeah.